Hey there, it's Carolyn. Before we start today's podcast, I wanted to tell you about a brand new challenge that we have starting over in the Homestead Kitchen membership really soon. This one is all about making your very own herbal oils and culinary oils and cosmetic oils and turning them into salves and balms for your herbal medicine cabinet. If you're interested in joining me for the Herbal Oils and Salves Challenge, then go to homesteadingfamily.com forward slash podcast dash herbal oils. Again, that's homesteadingfamily.com forward slash podcast dash herbal oils. Hey, this is Carolyn with Homesteading Family, and here is a podcast short. In other words, an answer to a question that you have asked. Okay, so once you've worked on your calendar, now you're going to actually start plotting out your garden and what goes kind of where you're going to put things, where you're mm-hmm. going to put them in. Yeah. Yeah. So some key things to think about, and this is where we really use some permaculture principles and some some zoning to think about where we put things. And, and so in a lot of traditional gardens, people just have a garden plot, you know, in the sunny spot or wherever it will go and everything goes in there. But um, we've learned that we can break things up and strategically put things in locations that work better, that create better success. Mm-hmm. And so we there's two main topics is having a kitchen garden. Right. And what we call a main crop garden. If you've Mm -hmm. heard us talk about that, we're doing something in the main crop or the kitchen garden. The kitchen garden is, as it indicates, as close to the kitchen as possible. And this uh, is where we grow our fresh eating foods, where we're going to go out and grab a salad for dinner. We want those mm -hmm. cherry tomatoes that we're going to pop on the salad. You know, we want those uh, maybe some quick green onions to put over something or some, you know, little bits of vegetables for dinner itself, right there, fresh, straight out of the garden. Fresh eating and the things that you're going to be going to regularly. You right. might be going a couple times a day. You might be going every day. And so you want that closer. And so so we want to challenge you to think creatively and maybe break up your garden a little bit. And can you get some of those things? And those things, a lot of them don't take a huge amount of space. So can you find a place to get them closer to the kitchen? Um, if you can't get it close to the kitchen, getting it close to wherever you exit the house regularly, coming and going, because the other benefit to those is proximity just the the nature of proximity helps you take better care of what you have because you're there and those crops generally need a little more attention they may need to be seeded more regularly they may need to be more weeded they certainly need to be more harvest more regularly and so so you want to find those crops to get close to your kitchen as you can those are also that's a great place to be putting your culinary herbs in also that way you know when you're making dinner and you're like, oh, wouldn't it be nice to have that pretty little sprig of something on the top like they do on the cooking show? <laughs> you can run outside. It's right there. But if you have to go all the way out the back, you know, to the big garden, the main crop garden, it's less likely to happen yeah. than just getting some good herbs, for, especially the fresh right at the end, fresh and raw right yeah. at the end to top. That just adds so much flavor, so much nutrition to a meal. But it's hard to get it done for just a handful of something if you have to run all the way out to the big garden. Yeah. So. One of the other things we're doing with the kitchen garden, and we've got these terraces, if you've seen some of the videos that we're currently developing, where it extends out, is to get some of the early season perennials. And asparagus is really what comes to mind. And right now it's up in the main crop, but that's so early rising that we actually want to get that down closer. Yes. Because a good asparagus patch, you're going out to it every day. Yeah. And it's early 
And a lot of times that's getting ready and we're not even in the main crop garden much yet. So, right. so there are some places for some selective perennials as well. Uh, edible perennials, obviously, Especially the herbs and the medicinals ones. are there close right. in the kitchen garden, cottage garden. But there are some some places for some edibles. Your good King Henry, sorrel, your, sorrel, your leafy rhubarb. greens, they come up yeah. early and you're going to use them a lot. So yeah, yeah save, save a perennial patch as well. Absolutely. And be creative, you guys that are in small places. You can tuck yeah. a lot of this into the landscaping, um, you know, so you don't just have to have a big square. Get creative and, and, and look at your location and uh, think about how you can bring some of that in. Some of the other things to consider when you're thinking about where to put things where, what to put things where, is uh, you have your rotations, right? Yep, you want to yeah. be able to rotate your crops to different locations, new beds in certain mm -hmm. ways. Companion planting, that's a whole topic all of its own, so we'll leave that in a broad sense right now. But you do kind of hit, yeah, hit the, sure. the, the you know points in companion planting. Diversity is always best. And so where you can grow two, three or more crops together, you're just creating an ecology that generally strengthens the plant. Now you have to learn about most plants are, they're, they're, they're fine. They don't have any reactions. Some really work well together, so they help each other out. Some don't and you don't want them together. So you've got to learn a little bit about that, but it really can help the health of your plant. You can create some, um, some resiliency to bugs and pests and even yes. diseases by doing that. So that's another area you definitely want to dive into. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And there you have it. I hope this answer is one you are looking for. We'll be sharing more of these in the future and hope you find them helpful and inspiring on your homesteading journey. For more homesteading family content, be sure to visit our website at homesteadingfamily.com.